welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Diana. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexandra. How is everyone doing? How are you, Alex? I am good, thank you. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, I'm all right. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's my mood as well. Um, so we're <laughs> injecting positive vibes as much as we can. <laughs> yeah, the positive vibes will still be here. Don't worry. Mm. Don't worry. It's just like, you know, yeah, just long like, day, long week. Yeah, it has been a long Monday. I can't believe it's only mm. Monday. I need weekend. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm mm. good. How are you? Mm, a bit shit, but... Oh, okay. So that that's why that's that's why you said that. Yeah. I just been in a shit mood today, like periods oh, and everything else oh. just happen all at once, but Sorry about that. I'm good. Oh, I just, I've got this massive fuck off spot that's just come up on so my face. I. I've got one like under my nose. Oh, it's in the same place. Yeah, it's oh kind of gosh. in the same place, yeah. Yeah. But like this Sisters. one. So this this uh, twins <laughs> this spot though, yeah, like it's massive and this morning that it was coming up a couple of days ago left it and then yeah and then this morning it was like had like a white film but it's really Mm. big like Mm. not just like you know normal spot that juicy but just kind of yeah and like full-on coated over (laughs) and i could see it was starting to go white and i was just like nah i have to squeeze it because this is gonna look ugly like it's gonna look awful so i squeezed it which i don't regret it Mm. but like literally the spot is now purple it's not even red it's purple yeah it it doesn't look like a spot it looks like just a freckle or something yeah it's purple and it's massive and it's like i know that this is gonna scab I'll pro- and I'll probably peel it off at some point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but no, it's just like, it's just, it's purple. The spot is purple. Mm. It's like, the mark is already there, ready. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing, like, if I even if I didn't squeeze it, the mark would be there. It would be mm. there anyway, because the mark was there before I squeezed the spot. I've got so. these little stickers. They're from a brand called Zit Sticker. And you mm-hmm. stick them on your spots when you've got a white head. You leave them on for like a couple of hours. Then you peel it off and it creates a little like, um, like it takes off a little bit of the white head and then you can like mm-hmm. squeeze the rest out. And it's like a healthy way of doing it because you're not like pressing at your body. It just basically yeah. sucks the spot onto the sticker, peel it off and then you can just mm-hmm. like wash it. And then you don't leave, it doesn't leave you with a scar. Um, that's my like go-to thing at the moment. Uh, yeah, I've never mm. used any of that, but I haven't had like a fuck off spot like this. Mm. I, I I can't even say like in a long time. I just feel like I've just never had one like this. It's just disgusting. Mm. I don't know why it came up like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it came right in the middle of my face as well. Mm. Like the mask covers it, but still, it's still in the middle of my face, and I'm meant to be going on holiday, and it's just like. Sure, mm. but it's okay. I'm going on holiday alone. No one's gonna look at me, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad though. <laughs> mm. It's purple. 
Uh, yeah, it is kind of like in a place where a beauty mark would be. Mm. And yeah, it's like yeah. a like a beauty where people might draw a beauty mark on yeah. them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's purple and it's massive and it's just like ugh. Yeah. What, what are you doing on my face? No like you are you paying rent? Yeah, are you no, paying rent? Oh my gosh. No. Gonna but start it's... talking to me next. Anyway. <laughs> speaking of paying rent. Paying rent. That doesn't even link to what No, I don't know what that links to. What what are you trying to do? No I was gonna idea. try and link it to the billionaires that we wanna talk about, but they don't pay rent, do they? They don't pay rent. Elon Musk does. We pay Elon Musk rent. rents. We pay their rent, please. Yeah, so yeah, we pay it the does rent link. for the islands. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, for the islands in the Caribbean where we came from. Yeah, that's where we pay the rent for. Mm. Yeah, but Gross. these these billionaire boys have decided to go on a quick lads' holiday to fucking <laughs> lads space. Holiday. Space. No, the thing is though, like, okay, because we didn't see, we know that Richard Branson went first, but we didn't see any footage of nah, him. But then really we documented. Saw, yeah, then Jeff Bezos went like, I don't know, the next day or a week after or something. Fuck, man, did they meet after. up there or did was it just like no, a day trip? They didn't meet in space. <laughs> they didn't leave the vessel. Literally, they oh. went. It was a day trip. Guys, mm. it was a day trip. They went to space. Next thing you know, we saw Jeff Bezos going to space. Next thing you know, in the like by the evening time, they landed. And I was like, I thought it took I thought it took days to get to space. Yeah. And I thought like, so what? They just went up there and came back down. Mm. What? But I guess to be honest, they can't really do like, you know, like a week holiday in space because you need a lot of training and you need mm. a lot of exercise and to be in the right type of physical form True. to be able to do that. To, to go to space and whatever but they just went up there and kind of floated back down on the par- on the little parachute in the little in the little pod thing mm. it's just like so well, we did what was say, the point we what said did a you few, see well no we said a few months ago didn't we that they're going to be creating um, some sort of like it's going to be like you know Richard Branson because yeah. Richard Branson they have you know Virgin have like little kind of activity stuff like yeah in like, space you, yeah, so they're gonna have one of those. Richard Branson would definitely have like a Virgin space tra- space mm-hmm. trip, like like because we've been on like a Virgin hot air balloon, like experience. Yeah, Virgin yeah. experiences, that's what it is. And yeah. we've been on a hot air balloon and stuff like that. Like they do all sorts. So, like I can see it with Virgin with Richard mm-hmm. Branson, Jeff Bezos, with Amazon. Hmm. Uh, mm, don't quite know about that one. Like it's just a bit like oh, who are you delivering okay. to up there? Aliens, literally, <laughs> not aliens, because they're gonna colonize them, isn't it? <laughs> that's what that's why they're going yeah. up in space. But, but um, they're getting ready for when this this Earth, you know, when they ruin the planet, they're getting ready. That's, that's why they're doing all of this like research into kind of yeah youthfulness and immortality. It's very Ooh. creepy. It's very scary. Don't know why these people would want to stay on Earth for all of their lives, but it's probably because they know that they're going to hell. So <laughs> like, um yeah. Very true. I don't know. I don't know. Well I don't know if they are going to hell. I don't know what monstrosities they've done. Um mm. but which is which is the one who Bill Gates, it's Bill Gates' wife who's starting to distance herself from him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. He is going to hell apparently. Like mm-hmm. something's gonna come out. Um 
this is this information is via is via say your mind on Kalechi's podcast. <laughs> Definitely go check her check her out. I can't remember which episode. It was a few weeks ago, but mm. um like I'm sorry, when when Kalechi predicts something, she's very accurate and it's kind yeah, of scary. It is but it's like she's very she's always spot on. Mm-hmm. She's spot on and um yeah, kind of scary, but like we should embrace it. Yeah, you know? yeah. We need <laughs> to listen to I mean? our queen. <laughs> literally, our queen. Of course, yeah. Literally, you know. I'm trying to um, read like information about this, but like in my mind, I'm just thinking, I really don't care. I really don't care. Like none of this is digesting into to my space? brain. Yeah, it's like uh, they're not actually officially astronauts yet. I don't. I really don't care. I, I don't yeah, care they're not about astronauts. We know that they're not astronauts. That's why they just went in a. In a thingy, that's why the dildo-shaped just... fucking rocket. <laughs> All rockets are dildo-shaped. What are you talking about? I don't know. I never. I never look at rockets. <laughs> this isn't my my area of interest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look. Space. Jeff Bezos space flight. Uh, people are asking if he's an astronaut. Of course, we know that they're not astronauts. <laughs> like, why is that the main question? <laughs> we know they're not astronauts. Just okay. They. They successfully completed the space flight. Just how long was it for? Mm, a day, wasn't it? I don't. I don't know. It was literally. It was like a day. Like next week, it was eleven minutes. What the fuck? So basically, <laughs> they're. F- are they selling him a dream? Did Sorry. he actually leave the Earth? The billionaire's new Shepard rocket and capsule touched down in the Texas desert after a suborbital flight that lasted a mere 11 minutes, but set several records for his Blue Origin space company, including the oldest and youngest humans to fly into space. Ugh. Okay, so they they went to space for 11 minutes, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking eleven minutes. That's why it was literally like you. We blinked and they mm. were landing. It was eleven minutes. How fun! What was the point? How long? So they had they had three minutes in space. They didn't have a pilot. So basically, how did it get it back just, down? No, because it was like a parachute. The way it comes down, oh. like basically the rocket just went up. And you know when the rockets go up the outer shell of the rockets they're all kind of it all collapses mm, mm. when it reaches into space and then it came down and it's just a little parachute that comes down in the little pod and they're just sitting in that pod capsule um i'm going to describe this capsule as this is what my imagination guys don't quote me i've never been to space i've never been in a rocket but um obviously anyway <laughs> disclaimer disclaimer guys never been in a rocket anyway so imagine it like you know those rides that you have like in theme parks and it's like the pod thing and it kind of like it shakes you about a little bit yeah that's what i think it is like to kind of you sit in the thing and i think that's what and you know like it's kind of like you're sitting in a circle around a room facing everyone Mm-hmm. You know when you like sit in in sit you know in the little pot in the in the theme park Pods, ride yeah. it's like you're sitting in a circle around the room facing mm. everyone. I hate that. So hate that's that. what I think it is. It's like that little pod. The seats are all kind of in a circle. You're all facing each other, and it rumbles a bit, shakes you about. You go up into space. Maybe they didn't even go to space. Maybe they were just on one of those theme park rides. Yeah, I think I think this is a lie. How can you go to space in eight minutes? You can't even no, get... No, because rockets are fast. Mm. 
rockets go faster than planes remember and they have to go very very fast so because they need to break the the ozone layer oh yeah to get into space so they have to go very fast so it's possible <laughs> like they didn't go anywhere in space they just literally came out of the earth's ozone and probably mm. came back down they had three minutes in space it says here but when it comes to that like I would not even want to go up there I don't I get I get why some people will if they're really into their science but like I'm I'm so claustrophobic I couldn't go up there I'd, I'd be terrified Sorry. I'm what? trying to count okay what? so they had eight minutes going and coming back down so if it was four minutes to get up mm. and four minutes to get back down and they had three minutes in space did they look out the window is there a window or there were windows you okay. saw their faces jeez were, I wonder like, what it felt windows. like I feel like it felt like one of those rides and it was like blah, 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 mm. blah, 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 like that and it just shook them about a bit and it was just like <laughs> you know and it just like the room kind of moves with you and it's just yeah. like ah! like that I think that's what it was like sorry guys for my sound effects <laughs> yeah interesting crazy three minutes how long did Richard Bran- Branson stay in space he didn't Richard Branson was like I'm not gonna be showing the world I'm not showing off I was the first person to do it anyway yeah. I feel like he's just um, oh Virgin Galactic now? he's a bit old to be doing one. stuff like this 71 okay I don't know sorry <laughs> I don't know it said Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin flights offer about three to five minutes of continuous weightlessness scientists have been able to access suborbital space before but primarily via uncrewed spacecraft so usually they do this but they don't put anyone on in there so this is the first time that they've put someone in there hmm um Branson and his crew experienced about four minutes of weightlessness. So Richard Branson got four minutes in space and um, Jeff Bezos only got three. Oh, so guys, if you're, if you're booking um, space travel, guys, go with Virgin, not Amazon. <laughs> you, get, you get an extra minute in space. Um, the entire trip delayed 90 minutes because of bad weather the previous night lasted an, at about an hour so oh so Branson's trip lasted an hour but but um Jeff Bezos trip was 11 minutes so if you want to go faster go with Jeff Bezos mm. go with Amazon guys um <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get the chance <laughs> uh. It's funny. We've actually managed to talk about this for a full 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Wow. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> wow. I'm bored um, of these old men. Yeah. Old men going to space. But now we're moving on to other old men. <laughs> other old men. What Boris Johnson. Old men? <laughs> he's not even that oh, old. Oh. Boris Johnson is old. How old he's, is he? He's like 58. That's old. Oh, yeah, but it's but, not. Actually, I, mean, oh, mm, I guess it is kind of old. Well, it's it's all like okay. Obviously, it's not that old. Like, cause I can't I can't talk because obviously my parents are older. Yeah. But like, he looks older than my parents. So. Yeah, he's got old man energy, definitely. He has. Uh, he just has gross, <laughs> creepy, creepy man energy. Ugh, him and all of his children. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, COVID passports. What are your views on these? Um. 
Hmm. Well, I'm double vaxxed. I, I'm, Me too. I guess it's a privilege <laughs> to say that when a lot of people across the world haven't had yes, the opportunity exactly. yet. Um, exactly. It's so, true. yeah, I'm, I'm very happy about that. But at the same time, I understand why people are pissed off because some people happy don't want to be... Happy about being double vaxxed, not happy that people in the country aren't getting vaccinated, guys, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I, I think we're past, like, it's not a personal... Oh, fucking hell, I don't really know. I feel like people that, that bang on about, let everyone do what they want to do. We're trying to get past this pandemic. So if you've got to get a yeah. vaccine that is going to potentially prevent you from getting like the the virus or whatever getting bad side effects then mm-hmm. i just think just do your bit but i don't i don't force it down other people's throats i don't really want to yeah. i don't really like talking about it too much because i just don't i don't know like i i've done my thing my family have done my thing out there our mm-hmm. thing to keep ourselves safe and other people safe mm-hmm. and like inevitably there's going to be people who don't want to follow um the guidance mm-hmm. for whatever reason but um for me I've done the safest thing and I can go on holidays so yeah and I just clubs. feel like I feel like it's not fair there's no there's lots of reasons why some people haven't been able to get vaccinated like mm. maybe someone's been maybe people have been pregnant maybe they're mm-hmm. breastfeeding and like because like they'd say you can't you can't really get it when you're you know while you're pregnant you can't really yeah. get it and I don't think it's going to be it's advisable to probably get it while breastfeeding so yeah. that, that's a lot of people who are who will be delayed with getting vaccinated so mm-hmm. what just because now that they've had a baby but they're breastfeeding they can't go to a nightclub they can't go to a football match that, that's not really fair yeah it's not and, fair and I just feel like as well if I feel like it's just weird how we're kind of turning into a weird dictatorship mm. in a, in a sense of like oh you need the covid passport to to be able to do anything and like and it's but the thing is okay it's not just in the UK they're doing this cuz I've heard in like kind of Italy they want you to be double vaccinated to go to restaurants mm. and like they like they're trying to and I think in in um Paris in France they're trying to do a similar thing with and uh, with it for you need it for restaurants you need it for x y and z and it's just like it's it it's just a weird thing where these governments are using this as a way to kind of start having some kind of control over people like at the mo- at at the end of the day they already have quite a high level of control over us as it mm. is but now it's just like when it gets to the point where people are feeling like they don't have options yeah because they want to enjoy their life they want to go and eat out in a restaurant they want to go to they want to go to the cinema they want to be able to attend their lectures like i just feel like this yeah, is just mad. getting overboard <laughs> and and I just feel like it's weird that all the places, that most of the places that they're trying to enforce this on, like such as nightclubs, such as universities, students being able to go to the lectures, I feel like why are they putting all of this on eighteen-year-olds? Why are they all? Why are they? Mm-hmm. Why is their focus trying to force kids to do stuff when? I don't even believe it's that age group that didn't want to take this vaccine in the first mm. place. Yeah. You know, like the thing is, the reason why d- young people are in the hospital more right now is because we've been offered it last. Mm. That's the only reason why. It's not It's not because they're refusing to take it. They've been offered it at the very 
end and mm. when it when it and as well when you feel like oh you're not you're not important enough to be offered it so mm. you're offered it at the very end you know and like it hasn't even been rolled out to kids yet under 18s yet no. and it's just it's just to a point where it's like you just feel like you're second class like mm. may, maybe maybe of course the 18 year olds are they might they may be putting it off i don't even know because from what i hear it's like i'm sorry gen z are happy to to go and to go out and get vaccinated it's not i don't feel like it's gen z who are spreading around these conspiracy theories no, it's not. i feel like it's um i feel like it's the older millennials yeah, you know. I definitely do. It's people in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. You, you see it all over, like, social media and on Facebook. Like, they it's should be Facebook. targeting people it's on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. They should be targeting the Facebookers. Like, not mm. not, not the TikTok goers. Like, they just want to do their dances, man. Like, they just want to do their dances in the club. Like, mm-hmm. oh, imagine, like, this is the thing, though. Like, we cannot go back to clubs because imagine we'll go to a club and they start playing they start playing a TikTok song and they'll be doing the TikTok dance yeah. in the club. They have been. I've seen videos of like Doja Cat songs and Scissor and stuff like that. People are doing the dances and that makes I'm me not sick. ready. I don't know these dances. No, I'm going to feel not, left out. I am not trying to be doing none of these dances. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to learn them. I don't want to know them. Like, I understood when it was Soldier Boy. And sorry, look, yeah, actually, let's, you know, Soldier Boy was saying a while ago how he kind of had created this kind of era. Like, mm. he kind of did. He did. Because he mm. had, you know, with Soldier Boy and it hurt. Like, he started that yeah. with the dance and whatever. He did, you it know. It broke through to everyone as well. It wasn't just it like black communities. It was everyone. Like everyone, everyone. in school knew it. Because like <laughs> I refused to learn that dance. And then as well, I refused to learn the single ladies dance. Did you? Refused. Yeah, I hated I the song. I tried. It's, it's hard. There's a lot. I, lot of I, like, I, I know the dance now. <laughs> I didn't learn it. Like it's more like throughout the years, everyone mm. doing it. I've picked it up kind of thing. But it's and the same. That's the same with the Soldier Boy dance as well throughout these, and that's the same with like um, Teach Me How to Diggy. Like I yeah. picked it up over the years, yeah. but I didn't same. go out of my way to learn them because I thought it was lame to be learning the dances. Mm. But um, yeah, like with single ladies, I just didn't like the song because I was just like, "What's she talking about, single ladies?" When she's married to Jay Z, I just did not <laughs> understand it. I didn't get it, and everyone was crazy about it. Ah, oh, single lady, single lady. It's just like. Beyonce is happily with her man mm. at home. Beyonce is happy with her man. She's shouting about single ladies, but she's got the ring already. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Like you know, we're all hyped that she's doing a song for the single ladies, but she's happy. Yeah, I she's, think anyone who listened to that and t- took it seriously. Yeah, like, come on. Like, I mean, I was what like year eight maybe. So yeah. like, I, like there's no way we could take it seriously. But still, it was kind of like. I can't obsess over this song because mm. the girl ain't single. Like she don't she don't know about put your hands up and you nah. know like and what is it? If you like it, put it on a. You should put a ring on it. Like she already She's got already the ring. Got so yeah. like, <laughs> what do you mean? You're telling us if you you telling us to tell them if they like it, put a ring on it. But like these guys, are, these guys are laughing at us. Yeah. That's why they put us in situation. <laughs> They're laughing at us. They're like, Beyonce already got her man. You can stay in the situation here. I ain't got no ring for you. Like that's that's what the guys said to us. You know, that's what they said, and they've been saying it, and they're gonna keep saying it. You know, they're still mm. laughing. They are still laughing. Oh no, yeah, it's tiring. No, but um, with this COVID thing, 
the the vaccine thing to get into clubs i do think the government have not thought through the mental health repercussions that are going to come yeah. from this whole pandemic everyone is traumatized everyone is grieving or a lot of people mm-hmm. are grieving everyone mm-hmm. is confused people don't know what's going to happen within the next six months they're not putting mm-hmm. any like from from my knowledge at least they're not putting any more money towards mental health services and like right now like what we said last week so many people are in therapy and yeah so many people like you ask people at work for instance i'm like oh how are you in meetings and everyone's like yeah i'm all right just getting by and it's like people have just lost their by. lost their spark everyone is yeah. down in the dumps but they don't really yeah. seem to give a shit about uplifting people and that but, i can't uh, imagine that any more money is going to go towards mental health within the next no, five no money, years but like they did you hear that with the NHS, the pay rise that the NHS are getting? Yes, 3%. Three percent. It's not but coming it's not from everyone. the government. It's not everyone in the NHS either. That junior well, doctors not. on the front line ain't but, getting it. But the thing is, that 3% isn't coming from the government. It's not an extra 3% they're giving to the NHS. Hmm. It has to come from the NHS, what the, the NHS money Shit. has already got. Oh, so yeah. it's like they've got to spread it to other places rather than... They have They've to find. To they have oh. to go through the NHS and find the money from the and the money that the NHS already has to give <laughs> them three percent. So it's not even. And it's. I'm sorry. Like this NHS, which you guys were doing NHS charity for last year, mm. and clapping, <laughs> and they have to find. Yeah, paying paying them with claps, <laughs> and um, they have to find the money in the NHS that is already in debt that is already deprived that there's no money for like the thing is I'm sorry I feel like this government are just trying to run the NHS into the ground that's that's the plan they want yeah, they want private this. healthcare mm-hmm. they want private healthcare and it's just like but I just feel like it would be more efficient if um, they did like they had like a, a system similar to kind of Germany where I've heard that you get some people who are on public health care which mm. like NHS system where mm. and it depends on kind of like your pay grade whatever or what type of job you have and then other people would be on private health care where they pay for their health care bec- and it depends on kind of like their salary bracket what type of job they have xyz and they pay for their health care but does and that I feel not like- mean that the doctors that are working privately are going to be on more money and they're going to be better so the poor people will end up with the worst treatment and worst care well, no because that doesn't mean that doctors on the nhs basically if you think with um the nhs now mm. in the uk doctors who are private doctors also have to work for the nhs Oh, they can't okay. just work privately and the that. thing is doctors who work for privately and work for the NHS like it depends kind of what type of doctor you are so like obviously cosmetic surgeons and whatever they'll earn mm. different types of money because they're getting paid for a cosmetic procedure whereas kind of on the NHS they'll get paid like you know mm. the same the same rate it doesn't mean just because a doctor is working like on a public healthcare system doesn't mean they'll be paid worse than being on a private healthcare system. But mm-hmm. if it was a similar system where they work X amount of time for private and X amount of time for public as well, so they have to do both. But if it was like that, where the country was split, then mm. there could be more um, space for people who to, for people to be on the public healthcare system, the mm-hmm. free public healthcare system, and then people who can afford to actually pay x x amount, whatever plan for 
private healthcare, mm. or you know, but obviously still kind of have access to public healthcare if need be, etc. Like I feel like that, you know, in that sense as well, we'd know where our money's going kind mm-hmm. of with our taxes we know that okay well we've paid for private we know that this amount is going to our health my health care yeah. rather than we don't know what most of our taxes are going on it's we true. don't know how much is going to the nhs because is there like, why is the nhs th- there isn't not for us not for personally because mm. the government just takes that money and it's just allocated to all public service sectors, isn't it? Yeah, so that's like yeah. this, our taxes go for teachers, NHS, um, you know, like um, like um, the bin men and mm. the police, the fire service, all of that. Like our taxes are spread out. We don't know how much, but it's also going to whatever, whatever it is that the government are taking all our money for because I'm yeah, sorry it's not yeah. all going to the NHS like yeah. you know the police are over uh, we feel the police are overfunded or we feel that like where's our money going why are they able to sell weapons like what mm. what are they doing you know what are they doing with our money we don't know but um yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know like in my in my head obviously I don't know what this means if if anyone does like kind of understand what it would mean to kind of have a private healthcare system with a public healthcare system kind of running parallel like and wants to kind of explain it to us a bit more that would be great um like I don't know you can send it send us you know message us um, DM us or mm-hmm. you can send us like a voice note on and send it to our email which is injectitpodcast at gmail.com um, yeah and just let us know if you like if you guys have any ideas well like of what would be a system that might work better because mm-hmm. um, we're constantly just hearing about this NHS not being funded mm-hmm. you know and it's just like it's just long it's it's, it's boring to listen to but um, yeah if anyone actually knows because obviously I don't completely understand but in my head that sounds like it would run better it sounds like they'll the NHS will have less pressure just mm. on them because everyone won't be going to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like if anyone has any ideas or a bit more knowledge on it, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout us. That'd be helpful. Um, yeah, but um, I don't know in my head because like, so I heard about how it is in Germany from... Um, when I was traveling, the girl that I was traveling mm. with, she she was getting a new job and she was like, oh, well, now I have to be on private healthcare because of the job that I'm in. Like they say, you have to do be on this mm. healthcare plan and whatever because of her job. And it was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's, that's interesting. And she says that it runs parallel that they have a public healthcare and mm. a private, but depending on what sector you're working or how much money you make or whatever, you ha- like they tell you you have to be on private. Mm. But, which, yeah, I do. I think it's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I do think this COVID passport thing, like, it doesn't really make sense. I feel like it would make sense if they want to make it mandatory to have a negative COVID test, like a, neg- mm. a negative rat- um, lateral flow test. Like, do that. They're free. And, and people like people will do it if it means that they can go in and, the, and they can feel safe but I just I don't understand this whole you have to be fully vaccinated to do to go to go into a club like let people mm-hmm. do what they want to do 
Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like if like this the minute this is the thing, the minute the government starts taking choices away from people, this is what the issue is gonna be. You're just causing more issues because like people don't feel like they can choose. People don't feel like they can make their own educated decision to do something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just not nice and like and as well it's like this whole you know, like in school when it'll be like, oh, if you're good, then you can do this. That's what, that's what this is. You know, if you're good yeah, and, you go, you get get the, and you go get your double vaccine, you yeah. can go to a football match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you can go to the club. And if you're bad, club. you're kept in isolation. <laughs> Literally, if you're bad, two weeks quarantine. <laughs> we'll ping you. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just baffled but, but I just hope I don't catch fucking COVID this summer because I've got plans like every weekend. I can't risk it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... um. Oh, has it been over six months then since you had it? I had it in December, so yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Look, no. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to catch nothing. I'm trying mm. to be on planes. Mm. <laughs> I am trying to be in different countries, <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh gosh, and guys, I'll let you know if it works out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need I'll updates. You know. I'll keep you updated. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, now, nah, but like speaking of Parliament, Dawn Butler, Queen. So, you know what? Dawn Butler and Diane Abbott, we love you, we stand you. Mm. Like, so Dawn, but I was, no, this is going to sound so bad. I'm so sorry, Diane Abbott. I was really trying to remember your name a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but like just now, it really just rolled off my tongue. I just knew who you were. But before we started the episode, I was really trying to remember your name. But like, so Diane Abbott, I'm, I apologize. But yeah. Anyway, Don Butler. So yeah, Don Butler is kicked out of the Houses of Parliament um, uh, for sending shots to the PM. <laughs> Sending shots. No, I'm done. I'm literally. I'm gonna just play what she was saying. I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm just it. gonna play the clip because I feel like um, what, the whole thing. Or, or um... it's not long, so yeah, I'll play okay, the whole thing. I watched something that was like five minutes. Oh no, this one. Um, the Shade Borough shortened it for us. So. Oh, thank you. The Shade Borough just came straight to the points. You know what? We shout out the Shade Borough a lot. You know what, mm. guys? Thank you for your content because you've been helping us. Mm-hmm. Where is it? I I had it before. Now I've lost it. I love her though. I love. I, I literally. Yeah, Dawn Butler. She's never done she's, anything to. She's such good vibes. Yeah, like she's perfect. <laughs> she is. She's so and she's beautiful as well. Yeah, her you know, hair, she's like her yeah, face. And she's like she's she's like ultimate auntie. Mm. Yeah, she yeah. just seems so loving. She's so warm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna play her now. The minister said we have severed the link between infection and serious disease and death. Not only is this not true, Madam Deputy Speaker, but it is dangerous, and it's dangerous to line the pandemic. And I'm disappointed that the Prime Minister has not come to the House to correct the record and to correct the fact that he has lied to this House and the country over and over again. I'm I'm sure that the... um, the member will um, reflect on um, her words she's saying. Um, um, the woman wants to laugh as well. 
Madam mm. Deputy Speaker, what would you rather, a weakened leg or a severed leg? You know, mm. At the end of the day, the Prime hey. Minister has lied to this House time and time again. And it's Facts. funny that we get in trouble <laughs> in this place for calling out the lie rather than the person lying. Order, order, order. <laughs> order. Can you re please, please reflect on your words <laughs> and withdraw your remarks? Prime Minister said we have... Madam Deputy Speaker, I've reflected on my words and somebody <laughs> needs to tell the truth in this house that the Prime Minister has lied. <laughs> I love her. Same. Honestly. Under the more? power given me okay. by standing order number 43, I order the member to withdraw immediately from the house for the remainder of the day. <laughs> what a G. What a I call G. Tom Randall. It looks like she's ready Thank to go home. She's got her bag. She's got her coat. <laughs> You know, if I was in there, I'd be doing ad-libs throughout her whole speech. I'd be like, go on, sister. Go on. <laughs> tell him, tell yes, him. <laughs> but no, like, I'm sorry. Basically, the thing is, Dawn Butler, she knows what she's doing, yeah? Mm. Like, she knew that she would get asked to leave. She probably just wanted the shorter day yeah. as well. She's like, no, what? Day. It's fucking hot. Yeah. I don't want to be it's here in this bit. bullshit. <laughs> let me just let me just say what I need to say, say the things and get out of here. And the thing is though, like if people aren't saying the things, like if like Don Butler really the thing is, why is no one why <sighs> They're leaving it to black women again. <laughs> yeah, like no one else is, wants to speak no, up. And Dominic Cummings. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, how comes every other prime minister that there's been, every single one, they're always shouting, shouting for them to resign? Where are they shouting for Boris Johnson to resign? Mm. Yeah. Why are there no shouts for him to resign? And the thing, and quiet. it doesn't make Labour any. Quiet at the moment. This is what I mean. It's for the black women, and mm. it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't understand why no one's shouting, shouting, putting pressure on next for Boris Johnson to resign, and it doesn't make any sense. Like all the time, scandal, scandal. Like they're they're pretending yeah. like they're you know the stars of scandal. This parliament. Mm and um doing all their higgy haga doing doing all their affairs and all that rubbish and yeah. they're still just here yeah all these honestly. all these people have died the pm like you just heard don but like he has lied he has and and the thing is like don but she knows that she'll get kicked out for saying that mm. he's a liar for saying that he's mm. lied because apparently in parliament you can't you can you can suggest and you can say that they're being untruthful or whatever, but you can't call someone a liar and you can't call no. someone a drunk, apparently. Yeah, a drunk. <laughs> Are they the only two rules? That's so oh, funny. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read the rule book, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing is like, Dawn Butler, she knew that she'd get kicked out. and But the thing is, as well, what we need to understand is that Dawn Butler knows that her speaking out and saying that the PM is mm. a liar... Um, actually, she knows that this this moment will go viral. Yeah, and she well. called him a racist as well. She called she him did. a racist. Oh, in which, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. She kept saying oh, it throughout. She was like, "He's a racist." <laughs> <laughs> good, we love it. And like the thing is, like, she knows it's going to go viral. She knows that mm. people like this is the sort of thing. This is the violence that people like to listen to. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing is, like, and she knew she was going to get kicked out. So. She was just like, no, what? I need to say my thing. Let me say it. Mm. And then I can go home early. You know, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's and just like, clearly she's had enough. Yeah. Yeah. We've all had enough. It's always, 
I've noticed as well, it's not just the black um, women MPs, but like there's also a lot of Asian women MPs mm-hmm. as well that are on social media talking, saying Boris yeah. needs to resign. Like whenever yeah. something comes up about racism, they're always there talking. Yeah. Um, and there's also a few men as well, like Asian MPs that you see mm-hmm. viral clips of. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether it's just because I'm on my social media channels I follow a lot of people of colour so I see these things but I feel like I never see many things go viral of white MPs talking about like, do you know just because being they're allies not talking. talking about Boris talking about all because of this because they're not talking the MPs are all racist as well <laughs> they're not talking these white MPs they're not talking they're not mm. talking and they're not trying to shout for him to resign and yeah. they're not trying to do this thing they're just trying to get their paycheck and this is the thing like they're just riding it out because the only person talking is Dominic Cummins yeah and yeah. even he's doing that because he's vexed mm. because they threw him they they threw him what's the word threw him under the carpet is that, is that the phrase under the rug no under the threw him I to think the lions both. what are you on about <laughs> drag them under the carpet oh drag, drag them under Feed I don't to know the lions <laughs> to the like sorry you put that song in my head but no um nah like and he's only talking because he's vexed and that's Mm. the thing he's talking because he's vexed and he's petty and it's just like yeah i just I i don't know i don't know right now but no one is talking and it's weird the silence is deafening yeah it really is i was speaking to some of my friends this morning that um like they're quite clued up about politics and they were saying that the Conservative Party is so strong because they back each other. Like, they all back each other mm. all of the time. They're, they're Labour, back each other's fuckery. There's so many differences. Except for when it's Theresa May. Yeah, yeah. There's so many differences within Labour. They can't all agree on yeah. one thing. And yeah. you just see them. Like, I think when it comes to left-wing politics, there are so many different labels. Like, there's leftist, liberal, progressive, um, like, abolitionists. And mm-hmm. within all of that, there's, like different MPs that fit Labour MPs that fit into those boxes so some mm-hmm. people are more left wing than others same with like conservatives I'm guessing there's some that are more right wing than others but there is just such a huge difference within that party because even mm-hmm. Keir Starmer he's not fully backing Dawn Butler he's saying yeah he- Dawn Dawn was okay like Dawn was right you sent, but then- you sent me a tweet of what he said yeah you sent me let me go let me find it I need to find what what you sent me because what he said was like wait wait which one is it then (laughs) yeah yeah what are you saying which one is it I'm trying to find it I've got oh um, I can't see it you definitely you you definitely sent it to me oh I think it was on our other account Um, I think I sent it to you I, I sent it over whatsapp oh maybe that's what it is mm. sorry guys sorry guys while we search for this but I just <laughs> need I need the correct quotation because it's mad mm. no it's like which whatsapp okay found it so it says um, Keir Starmer says he supports the deputy speaker for kicking out Dawn Butler but he also supports Dawn Butler for what she said <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sorry, what? Wait, Make what? up your mind. Do you support? Do you support the deputy speaker? or Do you support Dawn Butler? Which is it? Yeah. What do you mean? So you support what Dawn Butler was saying, but you support the deputy speaker for kicking her out, basically. So you support Dawn, Dawn Butler for mm. going taking the bullet for you to, to call out the PM being 
a liar but you also support the deputy speakers just because you know you you still want to you want to be on their good side yeah yeah do you want to hear what he said like his full quote is from his lbc interview he said i agree with with what dawn had to say the prime minister is a master is the master of untruth and half truths and dawn was simply (laughs) given given some examples of that which she was i think there's a lot of people that feel that it's the person who's not telling the truth ah, rather than the person who's calling it out that ought to be on the hotspot. So I agree with Dawn on that. Yeah, that's true. Like Boris should have been kicked out rather than Dawn. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. he also added, but I do want, in fairness to the temporary speaker, Judith Cummins. Cummins? Isn't she, no, she's not related to that guy. <laughs> Surely they're, they're all related. I'm, I'm confused. They're all, they're all related. They're all distance cousins <laughs> or whatever. Or, or you yeah. know, married, yeah. twice removed. That's anyway, <laughs> Judith Cummins, who was there, she did the right thing. She followed the rules because Parliament doesn't allow you to call other parliamentarians liars in the chamber. So I don't <laughs> criticise the duty speaker for what she did, but I support Dawn in what she said. I absolutely do. So like he's he's like yeah, like I get we've got to stick by the rules, but I agree with Dawn a hundred percent. But like, sorry, but can you not argue that the rules are bullshit because? <laughs> You should be able to say what you want. Like, you shouldn't be restricted, surely. The thing is, though, he can't say that the rules are bullshit because he still wants to up, he still wants to uplift them to a certain extent for himself. Do you know what yeah, I mean? In case people so start calling him a liar. Well, yeah, and like basically, I don't know, I don't know, but like, I think it's absolutely mad and crazy the amount of influence that Boris Johnson has because Mm. I'm just like I'm realising it now that hold on every like when it was Theresa I know I talk about Theresa May look I'm really not like I really (laughs) don't stand her I really I don't like her or anything I really don't but the thing is every week we kept hearing she should resign every single week they were shouting shouting for her resignation and obviously she just really she really wanted to stay there but Mm -hmm. they were shouting shouting every single week about resign resign david cameron they they shouted for him to resign a couple of times too Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and like but why am i not hearing anyone shout for boris johnson to resign because he's got his finger in all of the pies he, it's he so controls. Gross. He must have control over almost every institution do. in the country. He <laughs> must do. Like, and that is terrifying how powerful this man actually is. Mm. It's actually yeah. scary. And like, I know, like, we saw Boris Johnson's dad on I'm a Celeb, and people thought he was sweet, and him and and him and Tuff's relationship was sweet. Mm. No, their relationship wasn't sweet actually. Both of them have come from. Both of them have the same backgrounds. There's a reason why mm. they got they got along well together, even though she was very young and he was old. There's a reason mm. why because they both come from the same privileged, um, privileged middle class background, and mm. it's actually terrifying. And I'm sorry, we need to remember that this man raised this man, like mm-hmm. yeah. that that yeah. man Stanley Johnson raised this raised this fool Boris, who isn't a fool. You know, and uh, like, like, and yeah, and we need to understand that this is actually terrifying right now because no one is calling for this guy as much as they were laughing, saying that he was a fool all this time. No one's calling for him to resign. Why is that? 
all these mm-hmm. people, all these people in in this party, they know he's not a fool. They knew he wasn't a fool. They know he's a monster. They know that. Because why are they shouting for him to resign? Like, what yeah. what what does he have over all these people? Like, the same with Matt Hancock. Matt Hancock just stepped down after after his affair got leaked. Mm. He just stepped down in the end. The same like, with Pierce. What, he just stepped down. Some of these people. Yeah, but what like, what does what does this guy have over them? When yeah. and Dominic Cummins like he's really vexed for him to be leaking. Like clearly Boris Johnson didn't pay him off where mm-hmm. where he was meant to, or or he was meant to pay him off, and now and he didn't, and that's why Dominic Cummins is is you know coming with the information. You know, <laughs> coming, yeah, yeah. coming with the Dominic Cummins is coming with the you know the the tea. The, mm-hmm. There's a reason. There's a reason why Cummins is spilling the tea. Like, mm-hmm. nah, it's all, it's all very scary. And I feel like mm-hmm. what's scary about it is that we actually have no control. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it's like how how are we ever going to change a system that's like this? We can't. Just there, there's no way to change people. it. Yeah, because exactly. there's no way to change it because these people raise their children to be like that. So, like, and we're we're stuck in this cycle now. Yeah, they raise their children to be politicians and to be like that, and we're stuck here now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that I'm sorry, I'm sorry to be so pessimistic about it, but I really just don't even know what can be done, and I just like revolution. <laughs> <laughs> look and look. The thing is, though, let's be real. We're not doing. We're not doing no revolution. Nah, nah, we ain't doing nah. it. We want our jobs it. and we want our money. Like it ain't <laughs> happening. No revolution is not happening. We ain't. We don't have the balls that them lot in France do. We don't have the balls. The same balls as the Parisi- as the Parisians. We don't have those balls. We are not ready to burn shit down because we want to go to our jobs in the morning. <laughs> like the only time it will ever be slightly successful is if white women get involved and oh they'll never get involved <laughs> yeah they'll never get exactly. involved even even the white women who have black men they still don't even get involved <laughs> like you know they they weren't mm. even really there for black lives matter they were there a little bit with their with their hilarious posters yeah. oh why don't you like my boyfriend or you know with yeah. the, they'll be with their boyfriend and their boyfriend's like your daughters love us, but you hate yeah. us. So disgusting. You lot like, are gross. Whining on their boyfriends during the fucking protest and shit like that. Oh my like God, that. is that happening? That's so uh, disgusting. People playing music and shit, wouldn't they? And like dancing. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't go, did I? See, look, this is mm. the thing. I don't even go to Black Lives Matter protests. Like, <laughs> like, that's not on purpose. You know, pandemic, I've got asthma. Like, there was a reason why I didn't go, but I've yeah, never been same. to a protest, actually. Would you go to one? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think I will. You meet some really cool lie. people. Like there, there are. I'm sure you do. There are benefits, but you know, yeah. future, future husband, all of that. You know, unless they're with their white girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wanted to go to the um, the black trans one in London. Like mm. it was a few months ago, but like I saw it like the day before. I didn't realize it was going ahead, but I mm-hmm. think that would have just been a really good one to go to. But yeah, maybe next year. Or whenever no. the next one is. I've I've never been to a protest, so I don't know if I would go. Mm. I don't think I would, you know. Why? <laughs> you don't think you don't think it's helpful. <laughs> not 
Well, actually, yeah. That I don't think mm. they're doing anything right now. I don't think they're helping. Like they don't care. And the way the police come with their violence, like, I just don't want to get caught in the middle of anything. And I know it's like, I know it's like a similar thing with carnival. You have to just leave at the right time. Mm. But it's like. <sighs> It's not it's not every day and as well it's just like mm. to go to go out of my house to be obviously i know it's for a cause and everything but it's just it's just a depressing reason to be leaving mm-hmm. my house to be protesting for my right to live whereas yeah, going yeah. to carnival at least i'm leaving my house for good vibes and dancing mm-hmm. you know i'm not i'm not <laughs> dancing like a fucking process because that that yeah. is just weird like, <laughs> I, think, I definitely think like what malcolm x says um black women are most unprotected people mm-hmm. in society so it shouldn't be black women having to go out and do it like we can yeah. do our activism in a safe way like <clears throat> social media we'll do it through that we'll do it mm-hmm. through a podcast we'll do it through here like, i am other forms conversation my podcast guys mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like we can't, we're not super women literally let's, like, let's do stuff at home look i never said i was strong you guys put that on me mm. i didn't ask for it please I'm weak. leave me i'm leave weak me. as fuck I'm, Look, I'm not weak, but you know, so I've don't been think crying you can walk all day for me. <laughs> oh, please, I don't even have time to cry. Like, <laughs> I don't have time to cry. But no, look, but ain't strong, ain't mm. weak, ain't mediocre. But just like, just know, just to you lot, look, just don't give me no title, please. Don't, mm. don't, don't put anything on my life, okay? If I want to tell you what I am, I'll tell you. I'm exactly <laughs> the same, you know. I, I really, I'm starting. I know this is really corny, but I'm not a fan of labels anymore no. I really don't like like I yeah. I don't like describing like what I am at all because it just I just think oh, I I'm do fantastic. I have to fit into That's a it. box yeah <laughs> I'm amazing the end <laughs> the boxes end. just don't help me yeah. they might help other people but they don't help me literally Ugh, please you know mm. give me a circle but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah Anyway, lighter note. So Stormzy mm-hmm. now has a wax figure in Madame Tussauds, which oh, I think finally. that's amazing. That's great. <laughs> Our king. We yeah. love Stormzy. We love him. Yeah, he's just, he just seems lovely. Like, he, he seems yeah, he does. wholesome, cute. Everything about him. Mm. Oh, we do love Stormzy. Yeah. We just wanted to shout out him because, like, you know, we love him. Every now and then, yeah. like, you know, you'll hear that our love for Stormzy because we just think he's just doing bits yeah he's just he he just seems so nice and the video was so cute as well of his mum he was like (laughs) he was like I've got a statue at Madame Tussauds and she's like barbecue sauce (laughs) and he was like no not barbecue sauce (laughs) it was funny when his um, his nephew he saw like saw the figure of him and he was like Uncle Junior isn't moving. Why is he not moving? And he was just like, what? What? And he went to hold his hand and he was like, Uncle Junior, what? What is going on? And then he came out and he goes, You scared me. <laughs> He's like, what, what's going on? Yeah, that was so cute. Oh. He's like, There's two of you. There's two of you. <laughs> I love little kids like that. Oh, me too. <laughs> But yeah, that was some wholesome footage for today. That put me yeah. in a good mood. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, so um, <laughs> so okay, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, listeners as well. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, have you ever gone commando? What does that mean? Like gone outside with no knickers on? Yeah. Yeah, I do that quite a lot, to be honest. Oh, do you? Not gonna lie. Yeah, I do like, that a what, lot. With skirts? No. <laughs> I only do that with a tight dress if I'm on a night out and I don't want a knicker With a tight dress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so not that, that with, not with like a mini skirt because okay. my whole pin will be out. I don't want everyone yeah. to see, see everything. Okay, so it's in a tight dress, but it has to be like a tight midi dress. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What about you? To be honest, actually, I have... Well, okay, I've got a story. <laughs> but I haven't intentionally gone out commando even like even with the dress i just get i mm. just get the thongs with like no vpl basically yeah, but yeah. um yeah but like night out you know tight dress mm. i feel like that's a different situation that makes sense anyway mm. basically <laughs> sorry this story might be t- like tmi but i don't care you, you guys are gonna hear it <laughs> um so like i was <laughs> so like i was at work here and i was wearing a thong and like and then I'd gone to the toilet and I saw that it had mm. a hole in it mm. and I was just like hmm I hope this doesn't break like so it's basically the whole kind of like where you know when it has that cloth bit and it attaches to the back bit yeah so it was there and the hole was kind of in the middle and I was like hmm this might break but hopefully it doesn't so <laughs> like throughout my work day fine and I was wearing like a long flowy skirt because it was hot <laughs> so I'm wearing like a long pleated <laughs> Chloe's skirt. Oh my god! And um, but it, like, so it's ankle length though, so like, there was yeah. no risk of it blowing up. <laughs> anyway, so like, I'm on my way home now, and I'm I'm in Paddington, walking to the train, <laughs> and then I'm feeling like a breeze now, <laughs> and I'm just like, hmm, I think it's broken. I think the thong's broken. <laughs> And it was just funny because I was just there trying to walk as normal, but like mm. it's hot, so I'm sweating a bit, uh. and there's a bit of chafing now, and I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I just need the thong to be on, yeah. not not yeah. to be broken. But like, <laughs> I was just there walking, and. It was just funny because I was just thinking, hmm, this is like one of those things, you know, when they say like, oh, I've got, you've got, when you've got a secret yeah. and like, you can be more confident because you're not wearing underwear or something. <laughs> it was funny because I was like thinking, hmm, I've got a secret. This is funny. Like, no one's going to know. I'm going to sit on the train and I don't have like, literally like, I mean, I've got underwear on, but it's, mm. it's broken. <laughs> it's basically just like around my waist like a belt now (laughs) yeah but what worries me about that is that once you're walking upstairs men look up your skirt so he'll see I had a very long skirt so that this is where the long skirt saved me like literally my skirt was ankle length like so it's not like no one can look under my skirt Oh my god, I'll be so like I would have been no, I wouldn't have been able to get through. Mm. I I don't think I would have been able to get home because like as well, no, I would have gone in. I would have had to go in the lift. Yeah, not not walk upstairs because there are stairs now um, at my station because they've just renovated it. Um, With holes. With holes. No. No, I was thinking, you know, where you have steps and they have like the whole. Oh no no! Do you know what I mean? I can't describe it, but there, as there's, in, like, there's a slight in between. No no yeah, no! It doesn't yeah. have those. Oh. Like they've renovated it, so like they're, they're mm. proper proper stairs. But it's like, yeah, what, you're thinking of people standing underneath. Yeah, looking like there. Yeah. That that's scary. Men that would do be creepy. that. One MP was that's called disgusting. doing that and sacked at um, Embankment Station. <laughs> Ew. 
I remember this because I used to go there after the gym. My gym was around there and I used to go oh to that God. station just in my gym wear. And then I read that. I was like, ew, like he could have been there at the same time as me. That's disgusting. I know. It's to, so just, vile. Just to look up, to try and see women's panties. Women, yeah, yeah. Some people really what enjoy the fuck? that. But then that's also oh, illegal. You, you can get in trouble for it. But yeah, because that's disgusting. But yeah. have you heard of like, yeah, people have panty fetishes. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't... <laughs> I think if used right, I don't think it's weird, but it's just like when you're being a pervert about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just disgusting. Like exactly. if it was just like you just like like you just like your girl wearing nice panties and it's just like, Oh, mm. can you wear like this type of lingerie or oh I bought you this and can you wear this type or something or or yeah. I'm feeling like a granny pant today, can you wear this? <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. different. Yeah, it is. Oh, do you want to hear my commando story go on yeah let me hear your commando story it was a story. recent one but this might be too much information just mm-hmm. like trigger warning and um trigger warning also yeah was mine a trigger warning story i feel like i nah. warned you anyway mine, oh, mine this was is just, just traumatizing wow for me like it's, it's very explicit um okay but someone's inspired me her name's jess dress greenish i think that's okay. how you say her name and um her instagram name i think is the crude vegan and mm-hmm. a lot of her content is about speaking about taboos so like queefing discharge mm-hmm. periods like leaking on bed sheets and stuff like that like mm-hmm. her content i just love it and she's so funny she does youtube videos and she's vegan as well so i love her even more but um mm-hmm. basically she hates us when we're not vegan uh-huh. <laughs> i do you, yeah. you lose points. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm I'm her least favorite because I'm not <laughs> vegan. That's why we're not really friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's why just, we're just acquaintances. We're just podcast friends. <laughs> <laughs> we just record a podcast to get together. That's the only time we, we don't talk. talk outside of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so this was literally like last month. I was at a boot sale with my parents, and I had like a long dress on, like down to mm-hmm. my feet but I was wearing no underwear because like, I just I, I, it, I was in a rush. My parents wanted to go quickly because, you know, you've got to get up early for boot sales and I got up a bit late. Yeah, so but, I was like, oh, okay. fuck it. Can I ask what? a question about being go in on. a rush? Go like, on. So you had time to put the skirt on, but not time to put on underwear first. I didn't know. Can, can you I had explain to sacrifice that, please? Something. I had to no, sacrifice something. No, but you didn't something. have time to quickly put on a pair of knickers like okay. literally you could have put the skirt on first and then pulled on some knickers because yeah, it's a skirt I just didn't see it as a but necessity underwear, but underwear <laughs> underwear always goes on first like you know when like you know the order of dressing like there's a certain mm. order that you get dressed yeah like so say you get out the shower you put on your cream mm. then you put on your knickers like <laughs> like <laughs> Then you put on a bra, and then you put the clothes on, and it usually yeah, but, and usually your clothes it's like bottom half first. Yeah, but at the same time, you've got to realize I've been working from home for like a year and a half. I, my my whole pattern for getting ready she wasn't used is to wearing just, underwear. Yeah, I'm not used to it. I'm wearing some now, but like generally, <laughs> I don't really wear bras anymore. Like yeah, bras. I, see, that's different. Just, if you didn't put on a bra, I, I can understand that. Which she clearly must have not put on a bra. No, I didn't have a bra on that day. Yeah, I literally I had should, sandals if, and a dress. If you don't, if you don't, if she didn't have knickers on, I like I'm saying, if you told me that you had a bra on, I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> that would be even more mad. <laughs> 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 no. You had time to clip the bra. 
I hadn't no I just had my dress okay. and my sandals and my bag and I was out mm. and um I was walking and then all of a sudden like this was the week after my period all of a sudden I just felt something drip down my leg I was like what the fuck is happening I was uh, like what discharge. is this I've never had discharge like that in my life I was thinking why today See? why right now I am so confused yeah and I, it just happened. And I was with my parents. I was like, guys, I, I had tissues in my bags. But you know, boot sale toilets, they're those shitty ones with like the portaloos that just stink. I was yeah. like, I'm not going over there. I remember walking out with their big like beer bellies, no tops on. Like, I just thought, no, I ain't going in there. So um, I literally had to go to the car. Um, but like with my parents anyway, I was like, I was just like, guys, like, something's happened. I don't know what. What's <laughs> just come out of my vagina? But I need to. <laughs> I think my dad's used to me being so like vulgar because I just well, whenever I'm on vulgar. my that should be normalized more yeah, a bit more yeah, in it. I feel like it should because my parents don't really cringe about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, you're right. What do you need? So I I was like, I've got tissues in my bag. I'm gonna go to the car. So I went to the car and like I had baby wipes as well and I like cleaned myself up. But that made me think I need to be a bit more careful. I need to look at my like monthly rote and realize when my discharge is heavy and when it's not heavy, and like work out when I, I should and shouldn't wear knickers. But like the thing, <laughs> but the thing is like because you know how some people talk about oh we're not wearing knickers is healthy, but like when mm. I found that small time, okay, it's probably about like an hour that I wasn't wearing knickers. Well, that my thong was a belt basically. Like yeah. that small time when my thong was a belt, like. I was walking and I was uncomfortable and not uncomfortable because I didn't have anything on. It was just that, mm. like, the just, just, uh, I don't want to sound gross, but like, just kind of like with, like, because it was hot and like, Sweaty so I, I was sweating, yeah, mm. and like, just like the juices and whatever. And it was uncomfortable because it was just rubbing and it's just and like with pubes and like hair. It like yeah, tickle, tickles yeah, a little bit. And it was just like. <laughs> But it was just like, it was kind of uncomfortable. And it got to the point when I was trying to get home and like, it was like, I was trying to look like I was walking normally, but I kind of had to Mm. waddle because like my thighs, I don't have a thigh gap. So my thighs are Mm. always touching. So it was like, I was trying not to look weird. And like, I was trying not to waddle too much because, you know, trying to like keep my legs open. So they weren't (laughs) chafing. And it was just like, no, I need to wear underwear all the time. Like I I was just Mm -hmm. like, I, I threw away those knickers because I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try and sew them up because yeah, I'm not, I'm not having them, them break on me. Like this, this is the thing because I don't like being wasteful. Like, because mm. it's like literally, they're practically a brand new pair, but it's just broken. Mm-hmm. But nah, there's no point in me sewing that. I was just like, nah. I, I was just like, I'm not having that happen to me again. It's going to the bin. But, um, it made me laugh. It reminds me, I used to sew up um, when I was younger pairs of socks because I didn't like wasting them. Yeah. And like when there's a hole in a sock, I'd sew them up. That my mum screams oh, to me. Oh, sorry. Let me not like, shame my mum. But like she was doing that. Like she, she went to sew up a pair of socks before and I was just like, mum, go buy more socks. Like yeah, I just they told were like her. 50p. I was just like, go buy more socks, please. Please, you can, you can afford to buy socks. Can you just go and buy some socks? And it's like with my mum, it's like when it comes to herself, she'll go and repair things. And But like, if mm. if that was me, if, she, if my mum caught me sewing up socks, <laughs> the way I'd get shamed, she was like, like literally, if my mum caught me sewing up, like mm. if, if she even sees holes in my socks, She's like, mm. Alex, I'll just buy you more socks. Like she'll she'll be like that. Yeah. Like she'll be like, I'll just buy you socks. Like, and <laughs> the thing is, so like I I heard her, she was saying, Oh, I'll just sew up my socks. So I was like, excuse me, mum, no. 
Like, if you heard me talk about sewing up socks, you would shame yeah. me. <laughs> You'd be like, no, you won't. Just go buy some socks. Like, you're not like, it's not like you can't afford to buy socks. Like, that's mm-hmm. what my mum is, is like, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. That's but then so funny. But then she's trying to repair it when it's herself. And like, so I just have to shame her sometimes because, you know, I need to remind her that she can buy socks and that's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. okay to spend some money on socks. But, um... Yeah, oh, but so it's just so. one of those things with the yeah with the thong. I was like, no, nah, I'm just throwing it away. Look, I've got more thongs, mm-hmm. and I'll buy some more that aren't gonna break. Because like yeah. those oh yeah. guys, those were the like the VPL thongs as well, like the no VPL thongs as well. Like, be mm-hmm. careful with them; they might break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was like that was like a new pair. It wasn't. It, I hadn't. I haven't worn them that much because I don't really like yeah. wearing them too often. Cause yeah. I, don't, I feel like I don't like the silky material. Yeah, what your vagina doesn't or your no, vulva or... yeah I feel like yeah I don't like this the silky material because I feel like it just I don't know if other people other people must get this I don't know why they keep making this underwear and this material mm. other people must get it but it's like it makes me feel wetter you know mm. and it's just like I want it to just feel dry and comfortable yeah I know <laughs> what you know. mean actually I agree with that I agree with that yeah but um I hope you guys didn't um have enjoyed this little the <laughs> chat because like you know Explicit. you know we've come back we've come back from our period episode so like i hope mm. you guys we should have more chats like this yeah we should have like, like an un- like, this. like an unfiltered mm. um you know inject it unfiltered um yeah unfiltered injections idea. we should let's let's plan that i'm okay. gonna think about what we can talk about unfiltered <laughs> injections yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um now nah, like yeah i just yeah what yeah yeah what, what? <laughs> i was just thinking just about those those that material of the underwear mm. where it's just like like we like it's like we all kind of have that thing and we know what what we mean but mm. we still all buy it and we're still wearing it. Do not, yeah. you know, we're yeah. still just going with it. And it's just, it's weird that we do that. But mm. like, I know why I still, well, I bought them because of the no VPL, but they're not, most of my songs don't have VPL. So I, like, mm-hmm. I don't even wear them that often. But um, yeah. I'm trying to see if yeah. there's, <clears throat> I don't know, is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm trying to see if we've got anything that we can chat about. Just quick. Mm. Mm. Mm, well, it's my birthday on Saturday. Oh, is it? Let me yeah. check. Turning the big 24. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, I'll celebrate for you when I'm away. Yeah, have a drink <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah, that I have to pay for myself. Oh, on you, are you going to send me, are you going to send me some euros? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Oh, have a lovely birthday. I hope you. Do. I'm sure you, you will. I'm sure yeah, you will. Hopefully. Okay, so what do you? Okay, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay, so what kind of like for your birthday like turning 24 mm. what mm. kind of things do you kind of like have in mind kind of goals or manifestation or affirmation mm. wise 
what what do you have in mind my god i've literally right this is how organized i am i bought um a notebook and i've created i put in there all of my favorite affirmations oh that's and then lovely. stuff that i want to bring forward with me and stuff that i've learned from therapy as well that mm-hmm. um I just think it's important to remember mm-hmm. and um I've just put in there because normally I set goals at the beginning of the year and I've added I've just included those as well like things mm-hmm. that I haven't achieved yet and um I've also created like a mini vision board inside of that of things that I want to have achieved by mm-hmm. like the time I'm 25 and um what else is in there I've done a list of things that I want to achieve in the next five years and I haven't done the 10 year thing yet but I'm just trying to be a bit more um intentional with like the things I do day to day Mm -hmm. and knowing that this is going to help build towards this in the future and like Mm -hmm. just I've never really been one for like vision boards because I just I I don't know if they even work but I thought I may as well do it and put in a book I don't really want it on my on a wall but um, I'll put it in a book and I'll look at the book regularly but um yeah a lot of the stuff in there is just about um being patient and not um reacting with anger to situations because I do that quite a lot like internally I get really frustrated at things mm-hmm. um and I know it's not healthy like because a lot of the time I'm just making assumptions in my head about things it's not actually about um like a situation in front of me it's just me overthinking mm-hmm. um and that's something that I'm going to try and do and just being more present because I've realized that like working from home I I'm like I sh- I'm not very mindful I'm just doing the same thing all the time and I'm just yeah. switching off a lot and I like like today I went to the beach in my lunch break with my parents and it was just so nice oh, to just nice. do something different and get outside and like yeah. I follow a lot of people on Instagram now that are into like nature and into being outside and I think I need a little bit more of that because I, mm-hmm. I don't I'm not like a massive nature fan but I like I like being outside I like fresh air um, sorry so yeah I'm just trying to do like make little tweaks but yeah once when I have the book properly together Mm -hmm. I might talk about a bit more on the podcast and okay yeah that's interesting I know what I've been up to do you feel like though like you know how you said like you've got kind of achievements to get for when you're 25 blah 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 do you Mm. feel like you're putting a bit too much pressure on yourself or or are these kind Mm. of things that can be flexible it's not like oh I have to tick this off before I'm 25 and I have to do this before I'm 25 what like how is that working I feel like I do put a lot of pressure on myself like and if I don't like tick something off I do get pissed off at myself maybe like don't put a time limit of for when before I'm 25 because I feel like those time limits because they it just puts constraint and then it puts that unnecessary pressure Pressure. and that kind Mm -hmm. of anxiety of oh I'm not where I thought I would be um maybe you should add to it sorry that Mm. I'm just cutting into your your (laughs) affirmations maybe you should put like a a celebration side where you celebrate the things that you have achieved and then add that to it as well that's a good idea because it does help like reflecting on Mm -hmm. like things I have achieved um because like when you do look back like at yourself from what you were like at school to Mm -hmm. like what you're like now for me I am just so much more confident I used to be so shy Mm -hmm. and so timid but I've I just forced myself to get out of my comfort zone all of the time and Mm I've now I'm now like a different person and I'd definitely be proud of myself like if I was younger looking at myself now I'd be like oh you've you've done so much um 
Yeah, school feels so, like a lifetime away from me. From I know. Me. Well, it, 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 is a li- it was a lifetime. Like, it's, it's almost... Crazy. Oh, gosh, like, I've been graduated for almost four... Four, That's five mad. years, like... I've been graduated for ages. Like it's yeah, school, school is lifetime ago. My gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just crazy. And like, I don't know about you. You see people from school. I like, don't see I've, anyone from school. No. But like, <laughs> do you ever just pre people on social media? Because nope. I do it sometimes. You don't. I don't pre people from busy. school. I don't have no. I, I don't do. have no reason to look at them. I do because I'm just fucking nosy. They're just <laughs> not in the same. We're just not in any of the same kind of like realms of what we're doing anyway like Mm -hmm. we're all doing completely well I'm just doing something so far removed from people in school Mm. anyway so it's like I can't really go and look at them and pre them to kind of think oh where are they in their life because I I don't think I'll see anything I think Mm. my Instagram is probably the most interesting Instagram from people from school (laughs) (laughs) but but then I feel like my my creativity and the way I use Instagram is just so Mm. different from how they would how that people from school would use their Instagram, you know, like yeah, yeah. The way Definitely. I use it is a lot different, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on. What were you gonna say? Um, just people from school. I I know you shouldn't compare yourself to people, but sometimes I just look at them and I'm like, wow, I've actually glowed up. Like me and my friends, <laughs> we always talk about this. We're like, wow, like look at us, look how far we've come. Like that school. We were cute, but we've just unappreciated. But now we're we're still cute, and we appreciate ourselves. And mm. like, it's just the it's men just crazy. Still don't appreciate us. <laughs> yeah, the men forget about them, but um, we love each other. We're cute, and it's just it's just like nice seeing how um, like your friends do reflect you you a little bit because it's like mm-hmm. um, like if you grow, your friends grow, and it's like people bounce off of each other. Um, yeah. And then you see other groups where it's like they're very happy, which is fine to just stay in the same town and work locally, have a family locally and their friends all do the same thing. So people mm-hmm. just gravitate towards people that they want to be like, to. I guess, or yeah. that, yeah, they've got similar similarities to. Yeah, which I get that. I don't even mm. know. Where. To be honest, I don't think I could pre my friends because I don't think they post that much anyway. So mm. for me to be pre, there's like nothing for me to pre. Yeah. for me to even try and be nosy because I just don't think they use social media in that way but um, mm. yeah like I get what you mean I don't know I don't look at myself and think I've glowed up like I feel like you know I've I've always been you know beautiful you know <laughs> but <laughs> I'm joking um, well I'm not joking but still anyway but like mm. I don't feel like I feel like I've had I would say my glow up is kind of more in terms of like kind of internal and like more yeah. in terms of how I not even how maybe how I carry myself but in the sense of like just kind of believing in mm-hmm. what in my own essence kind of thing because yeah. I feel like from school times all the time I just used to kind of fake it kind of thing mm. But it's not 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 that I didn't think I was cute or anything. Like I I knew I was beautiful, whatever, mm. and I didn't really care that the people around me didn't appreciate that because mm. for me I was just like as soon as I get to uni, like you guys won't know anything of me, <laughs> literally, and and that's just like literally how mm. I lived. I was like, oh, when I get to uni, when I go to uni, that that was literally how I lived throughout school. Mm. 
and and lo and behold when i got to uni please look at the attention i got anyway mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but like it's more like my glow up's more kind of like in how i am with myself more so mm-hmm. and i think that's showing i think it's coming out as well which is mm. interesting in a way and I guess like a lot of the growth has happened kind of in the past year um like mm. while while I've been in therapy and stuff but um mm-hmm. yeah I think it's been interesting yeah. yeah do you think the podcast has helped you grow in any sort of way um I think so I think it's helping mm. with like just kind of it's helping me actually kind of actually hold myself accountable to what I think do you know what I Mm. mean like actually I do have an opinion on xyz and my opinion is valid it's not just Mm. it's not just oh I'm just talking for the sake of talking actually no my opinion is valid and it's nice to have an outlet that I can actually express that on and um even just bouncing off you as well someone who's Mm. got similar kind of similar opinions in the sense of like we're talking and it's like actually we're having a conversation but it's like actually Mm -hmm. no everything both of us are saying is valid and Mm -hmm. we both have opinions on something and it's okay to have opinions on something it's not we're Mm -hmm. not just we're not just shouting for no reason we're not just you know we're not just yeah. being going overboard we're not just you know like it's that yeah. kind of thing like we're not just angry to be angry yeah. <laughs> you know and that kind of thing and it's nice to have that outlet and it's also nice just like knowing that you guys are listening as well thank you guys mm-hmm. for you know your support actually i wanted to shout out um we had a really nice comment yeah on our video the other day sorry i'm looking for instagram but I just wanted to shout you out because it was just so lovely and mm-hmm. um, and it's like we're glad that you guys that you're enjoying yeah we love your comments yeah so this was from um, sorry just just checking uh, this is from PX and um they were saying how that they're just happy to find that they found our podcast and that we make them crease up and we love that (laughs) and it's like thank you for your lovely comment we appreciate you you and thank you for listening and i'm so happy that you found our podcast too Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm glad that you actually find us funny (laughs) (laughs) because you know i'm just i'm just saying like no it's actually weird because i feel like Mm. I'll listen back or I'll find parts for the promo and mm. I'm listening and I'm just like Alex <laughs> Alex who are you why <laughs> you're just saying all this shit and you're actually fucking hilarious why are you being so funny like sometimes I'll listen to myself and I was like I did not realise I didn't yeah. realise that I was hilarious well I did but you know <laughs> I do this sometimes because I I listen to the episodes before we put them out in case there's like glitches and stuff. And whenever like I hear something funny, like, like Alex has said, I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> I didn't know you said this at the time, but it's so funny. <laughs> like every week I find something, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. But um, yeah, thank you so much, PX, for your comment. And um, yeah, and like, we love you. We, yeah, we love you. Glad that you're enjoying our podcast and um, I hope that you stick around and you carry on enjoying. Um, but yeah, should we go on to inject it? 
Yeah. Okay. What are you um, injecting? You've got something prepared this week. Yeah, I do actually. I do. I don't. Um, I don't. It's oh. always <laughs> just slow. Mine is healing is a constant state. You don't have to be fully healed to give or receive love, to chase after that dream, or to get yourself to the next level. Because sometimes that restricts me from um, wanting to or being open to new opportunities. Because I feel like mm-hmm. I've got so much work that I want to do on myself that I don't feel ready to do this or do that. Mm. But um, or even like building relationships with people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to take the plunge and realize. I feel like, like that with dating, you know. Yeah, yeah, same. Definitely with with dating. Yeah. Because I think. Like, carry on, carry on. Oh, I was gonna say. I think I felt that with kind of like trying to make new friends as well because mm. I just didn't feel like I had the capacity to be able to make new friends and stuff that like mm. when I first came to London and the thing is as well I even feel that like at this moment in time like the way I've made friends and the way I've gotten close to people recently mm. I feel like even now it's more of it's happened in its own time and it happened at the right time. I don't know if I would have been able to kind of make or sustain mm. these friendships like when I first moved to London in, in a way, even mm. though I was so desperate for them. Um, mm. Like, like I knew that it was just going to come in its own time. Mm. Yeah. Like I did not realise how at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I could have ever foreseen this so I feel like I did have some okay guys I feel like sometimes I have like premonitions and I feel like mm. I did have a premonition of me having a podcast with a mixed race girl and I was like I don't know oh no mixed God. race girls like, I, <laughs> no way I feel like and then I you have. saw me and you're like she's that girl no I need no that girl. it was when you, no 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 because it was when you were sending me a long list of stuff that we could talk about and I was just yeah. like I was like bitch I'm not using this for this platform. This is like, yeah. this content can be used for something proper. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like I did. But I remember just thinking, I don't know no mixed race girls who like, who like shout shout that <laughs> about black women who, you know, and openly shout that, oh yeah, well, you know, like shout more, more so than black women about mixed race people <laughs> just not doing their part. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> And I heard you talking. Someone's I was like, "Oh wow, it. okay." <laughs> I was like, "No, what? At least, at least you're saying that. I don't have to tell you, so that's fine." Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So like that was that was actually funny. But um, mm. yeah, I feel like things kind of. What were you saying again? I feel like what what is what I was saying was related to your injective. But I've forgotten what it, what you were saying. Carry um, on. You were sorry. saying about building building friendships and um, relationships, um, allowing that into your life, like yeah. rather than forcing it. Yeah, I feel like like it will come when it comes. It will become at a mm-hmm. right time rather than kind of that time when you feel like you're desperate, desperately searching, searching and trying to mm-hmm. find the connections and trying to forge the relationships. I feel like it comes to a point when the relationships just happen and they yeah, just they I just agree. they just come because even so, like I feel like COVID has. I feel like COVID has definitely been a catalyst in the sense of mm. now that we're allowed to kind of do things and go out, more people are open to mm. trying to meet up and trying to go out yeah. and stuff. So obviously that's made it easier for me to actually meet people and to hang out with people than me just begging people to meet up with me. Yeah, Whereas, um, 
at least I feel like now it's kind of like, oh, I know who to go to to see live podcasts with. And mm. I know who to go to like, oh, let's go for brunch or let's do yeah. this. And it's not just, I'm just only relying on my one friend, my yeah. one of my two friends who I know in London, you know, because yeah. um, they're busy and whatever, or mm. they're just not good at planning their time when I want mm-hmm. to plan things months in advance <laughs> um yeah but yeah so but yeah, yeah carry on with your injector um well I just think with that I definitely agree because sometimes I think I'm too I'm still in my healing process so I can't be vulnerable mm-hmm. with That's people because I'm like I'm worried that they're gonna hurt me like mm-hmm. how other people have let me down and stuff like mm-hmm. that but sometimes you just got to realize like if you if you're putting like kindness into the world and into your friendships and you're you're taking the plunge and Mm -hmm. not always taking the first step but if you're if you're just being yourself then Mm -hmm. the right people will show up and the right people will be there for you like and you've just got to be vigilant and know like what your red flags are what your boundaries are Mm -hmm. and know your worth as well know what you can tolerate and what Mm -hmm. you deserve and then things will just get a bit easier yeah um Cause but it I takes feel a while. Like, yeah, definitely. Because I feel like I've been finding that as that out recently as well about mm. what you said about just kind of being vulnerable or and just being yourself. Because mm. I like, even kind of like in my workplace at the moment, like I've just been talking to everyone and like obviously like usually I don't tell people my business. I'm usually very mm-hmm. like private. I don't really say anything. But recently I've just been talking about some of my business and just saying mm-hmm. it out there. And I'm really trying to manifest these things and I'm just talking to everyone. And it's just mm-hmm. like the amount of love and the amount of support mm-hmm. that I've been getting from everyone is actually just so beautiful and it's just so mm-hmm. nice and it's comforting and everyone's just like, oh, good luck. Everyone, everyone is just like, everyone is kind of rooting for me everyone just wants me to you know to progress and to succeed and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's just such a nice kind of feeling which I never thought I would ever be in this be in a place and be in a workplace where I could openly Mm -hmm. talk like this and people would be supportive like that Mm -hmm. and just everyone's just on your side and it's just so beautiful and it's Mm -hmm. so lovely and it's just like while I've been having reservations thinking oh I probably shouldn't just be talking about this talking about this to everyone because if things don't go the way I want it to but then again even so things don't go the way I want it to people are still like oh okay we go again like it's all kind of like you know what we're still supportive you know kind of thing and it's not like I don't feel like if something doesn't go my way I'm not feeling embarrassed about it Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean so I feel in that way it's just nice that I've been vulnerable with people and mm-hmm. it's, it's so many people because obviously I work with different people but yeah, it's just yeah. nice that I've been vulnerable with people and been able to just be honest and just talk mm-hmm. talk my truth and just say it and everyone's just so nice and everyone's just so supportive and it's just nice feeling yeah. that and just you know yeah that's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's really lovely when your colleagues they're not even your friends they're just like random yeah. people that you've ended up working with when they actually support like who you are and what you're about what your interests mm-hmm. are because like my, my workplace is kind of like that and I, I just love where I work I love my team um, mm-hmm. because like say for instance I do modelling alongside of um, my actual full-time job and it's kind of one of those um, careers where 
like last minute they'll be like oh we've got a job for you on Friday are you free or we've got a job for you tomorrow are you free mm. and I've got such a good relationship with my team where like I'll, I can say oh like I've got a modelling job it's for this person it's in this place like I'm not sure when um, like the timings might be this but they might be this mm-hmm. and they're so they're so cool with it because they're like yeah you pursue your career you do what you've got to do like yeah. we're rooting for you it's just like wow like when, when you're a bit vulnerable because yeah. normally I'd, I'd try and hide off something about that because yeah. I don't know there's a voice in your back, the back of my head that's like you're not even this is just a thing you're not even like a, a, a real model or anything but look at but this really, girl, big big Adidas <laughs> like no, what was it JD Adidas? Which one? Yeah, well, the this this is another one. I haven't posted about this yet, but um, I'm okay, I'm in a shop. <laughs> I'm in a shop. It was somewhere Adidas, wasn't me. it? It was Adidas. Um, that's been Adidas out. was the first thing. Yeah, yeah but so this, like big this big other Adidas thing. this girl already. So like yeah yeah, but um but yeah, it's just so lovely, isn't it? Just having having colleagues like random people that like nothing really like you, just supporting you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's just nice, and maybe. Actually, because I was going to inject mm. something, but maybe I'm going to inject this instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to inject being vulnerable. And like, mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to be be vulnerable with just anyone, anyhow. But like, just maybe if you start kind of being vulnerable with yourself and just admitting kind of your fears and your anxieties and your what you're scared of to yourself and just letting yourself feel those emotions as well Mm -hmm. and then maybe admit it to someone close to you or even just like how I did like with my work colleagues so I was just chat chat chatting to them and um and for me obviously I'm not telling them my deepest darkest secrets but it's just like in with what I was talking about it's something that's very close to my heart and it's something that I'm very vulnerable about and um Mm. and it's not something that I'm used to sharing with so Mm. many people and but then it's like the love I'm getting back and the support I'm getting back is just making me it's just giving me a bit more confidence it's making me feel good I even had one of my colleagues she like um messaged me checking up just asking how's it going and stuff because she was just Mm. like oh I don't think I can wait until I'm gonna see you next kind of thing which was like which was very cute you know and I was just like and it made me smile because it was like oh like I just it was just really nice it was just such Mm -hmm. a nice message and um yeah so it's just like sometimes maybe being a bit vulnerable and sharing parts of you that you wouldn't usually share Mm. with everyone um like maybe it might help maybe it might spur you on obviously i'm not talking mm-hmm. go telling people your deepest darkest secret or you know that you murdered someone or whatever not not that anyone's doing any of that <laughs> confessing to crimes or anything but um just like yeah just maybe it could just be something that's just like really weighing on your mind and it's at the forefront of Mm. your mind and and maybe if it's like really making you anxious kind of in that space and you feel like you need to share with someone who you trust like again with people that you trust if you feel like you need to Mm -hmm. share it with people that you trust just to get it off your chest like maybe in that way you can be vulnerable in that sense um Mm -hmm. but yeah so I'm gonna inject being vulnerable this Mm. week but yeah. yeah I think people do really respect people when they're vulnerable as well. Like mm-hmm. most people do. Like, I, I don't want to keep going on about my workplace, but like at, at my work, we do this thing where um, 
I, I coordinate these videos. Basically, they're internal videos mm-hmm. of staff just getting to know different staff members. So, like, they speak a bit about who they are, um, what their job is, and then they also go into detail a little bit around, um, like, who who they live with, who their family are, mm-hmm. and who what what their hobbies are, what their areas like, and it, it's really brought people closer. It's made people a bit mm-hmm. more personable. Yeah, and when when you become personable, mm-hmm. people are more interested in you. Yeah. And, and even in the videos, people spoke about like the mental health problems that they've had yeah. and how lockdowns really impacted them. And like yeah. this person is going to therapy. This person's doing that. This person yeah. has such a close bond with their really, parents. It really makes mm. you as colleagues see each other as human. Yeah, and actually, I love that. yeah, you guys have lives, and I feel like that's something with with COVID and lockdown. That's something that's mm. really been like quite a positive impact with yeah. it, and as well with this working from home stuff. It's like remembering people have lives, and work is mm-hmm. not their life. Let's let's remember that work isn't people's lives, and people yeah are like you know they have families or they have friends, and they want to be having fun, and you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like stuff like that just that has been such a positive impact in this time Mm -hmm. um and like and just hearing about i know some people haven't had the best time where some workplaces have been forcing them Mm -hmm. to go to work and whatever but like with a lot of places with this whole thing and a lot of people not wanting to return back to the office it's just Mm -hmm. having this personal um effect Mm -hmm. and aspect and two people Mm -hmm. is like actually people are human and we're all just trying to get by we're all just trying to live we're all just trying to you know we're all just trying to just just be here exist you know and just Mm -hmm. make a living and i think that's just that's just really beautiful that's what's come that's come out of covid but yeah Mm -hmm. i agree as well cool but yeah so I think that's that's everything yeah so guys we hope that you enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> even the you know explicit bits if you want to see it as yeah. explicit it's not that explicit <laughs> we're just talking about our vaginas but um yeah like <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this episode and mm-hmm. you know just like rate us on Apple Podcasts give us a five star rating you know DM us comment tweet everything all of the bits you know you can follow us at injected underscore pod on instagram twitter we're also on tiktok if we ever post any more videos and we're also on youtube if we ever post any more videos but um we do have one on there (laughs) so you can check us out see what our faces look like if you want and um Mm. yeah like um yeah so that, that's it for us I am Alexandra mm-hmm. at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram I'm Diana at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram yeah. see you there so um, thank you guys for joining us we hope that you enjoyed this episode